So, let's talk about supporting independent media. For only $1 a month, you can help finance the Elisa the Yarnista podcast at patreon.com slash Elisa the Yarnista. That's only 25 cents per show. Go now to patreon.com slash Elisa the Yarnista. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash Elisa the Yarnista and sign up for $1 a month, $5 a month, $15 a month, or whatever you can afford. If you sign up for $5 or more, you'll get special Patreon-only content like our pre- and post-shows, behind-the-scenes looks, and special unused footage. And if we reach our $100 per month goal, we'll schedule a monthly live online hangout for all of our patrons. That's patreon.com slash Lisa the Yarnista. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Lisa the Yarnista podcast, episode number 88. That's two Ochos, one after the other. There's one Ocho, followed by an infinity sign turning its side. Infinity 8. Ocho. What is 80? How do you say 88 in Spanish? I don't remember how to we do that. We could ask Siri. Hey, Siri. Hey, Siri. <laughs> Are we going to do it? Hey, Siri. You've got two series there and neither is responding. Well, they are, but now you she's not going to because you were talking. Hey, so. Siri. No, she's not. Stop. Not stop? Don't stop? Stop. Okay, shut up. Okay, I'm going to shut up now. Hey, Siri. How do you say 88 in Spanish? Okay, I found this on the web for how do you say 88 in Spanish. Just say it. Don't Take go to the web. Oh, well, Mike, it, this is dumb. Well, now I have to unlock my phone. Oh, don't put that on camera. Now everybody can unlock your phone. Here we go. Drum roll. Loading. Ochenta y ocho. Ah, ochenta y ocho. That's, that's correct. Well done, Siri. Well, no, she just looked it up on answers.com, and then I had to unlock my phone to go get the answer. At answers.com. She can't just tell me. Of course not. That would I wonder be... if the Google lady could. I don't know how to use the Google lady anymore. I don't know where she went, because I got my new phone. This is like a year ago that I got my new phone. And the Google lady, it used to be like a thing that was always attached at the top of whatever you page you You just go to on. Google, and then you hit the microphone. Oh. How do you say 88 in Spanish? Oh, she's not talking How do back. you say 88 in Spanish? 88 in Spanish. Spanish dict translate 88. This is know. this is good radio. Oh, there you go. Ochenta y ocho. 80 and 8. So welcome everybody to the Ochenta Ochento y Ocho episode of the Elisa the Ernisa podcast. My name is Mike, and by my side, as always, is the lady with Siri, Elisa the Ernisa herself. How are you doing today, Elisa? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great now that we uh, know how to say 88 in Spanish. Well, that really, it is about the small things. Well, that that's life, right? Also, I do have to apologize. We have a correction on last week's show which I was made aware of a couple of days ago, a few days ago. So apparently I am not good at looking at things with my eyes because Woodman's, I guess, has the Basil Mint Seattle 
What do you Seattle cider? Who told you that? How did you find out? Okay, so here's a story. There's a whole story behind this one. So when I was, so we're probably not going to get sponsored by them now. As oh no, because I have to go in and buy the basil mint. You do. So I'm going to. So I was when I was at Woodman's, which was our, which is a local, family-owned, huge, enormous grocery store chain. Employee-owned. Employee-owned. Would you call it a chain? There's two of them, or three mm-hmm. of them. I don't know. It's a kind of a chain, but it's a huge thing here in the Madison, Wisconsin area. There's one in Milwaukee too. Well, there you go. There's and one in Milwaukee too. I think there are other places as well now. So I would definitely qualify that mm-hmm. as a chain, but it's a family-owned, employee-owned uh, thing. But I was—they have a huge liquor department, and mm-hmm. they have pretty much anything you want. They're gonna have it. So I went to look for the CL cider there. I found the oaked maple, which we did a taste test of last week. We ended up with a recommend on that one. If you want to hear more about that, go back and take a listen to that one in last week, uh, episode 87, Ochenta y Siete. Probably. No, no, probably, definitely. Go back and listen to that one. But, so when I was there, there was another guy there who was walking. So I was pushing my cart from one, actually I was walking from one direction. He was pushing his cart from the other direction, and I was looking at him with a very confused look on my face and saying, that guy looks really familiar. I know that guy, but I I don't know who he is. Why do I know who this guy is? Well, who it is, is there's a girl that um, works at the place where I work and two or three times a week, eh, a couple times a week, he comes in and visits her on lunch and they sit down in the break room and they have lunch together, which is always kind of nice. It was that guy. I'm like, are you hinting that you want me to start coming and visiting you for lunch at work? If you want to drive 40 minutes to come have lunch and 40 minutes, 40 minutes back. Maybe I'll do it on a Monday sometime. You are welcome to do that. We have, we have a good, you can get, uh, chips and soda and sandwiches. I can go get us Chipotle. Oh, you could do that too. But anyway, so it was this guy and he, he was there again. I don't know if it was Thursday or Friday, whatever it was. But he's like, "Hey, did you 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 had Seattle cider when I saw you at Woodman's the other day?" I'm like, "Yeah, we got the uh, the oaked mint or not oaked mint, <laughs> the oaked maple." That sounds not good. Well, and he goes, "Yeah, did, did you get the basil mint?" I'm like, "No, they didn't have it." You're like, "What? Did you listen to the podcast?" No, but he said, "Yes, they do," because I got some, and so I, I'm curious to try it now because there's a a fifty fifty split on this one now because he really liked it. And she did not. Oh. So she thought it was gross, but she is not a cider person. And he he sounds like he's pretty up on the uh, different ciders and all the different... He knows what bricks I is. Like, I like cider. I like mint. And I like basil. And you like basil. So there's a pretty good chance you're going to like basil, mint, Seattle, whatever cider. So I will probably make a... Oh, sneezes. Owie. You okay? Oh, my... God. What is happening? <laughs> that was the craziest sneeze I've ever seen. He says, what? I just got sneezes. Like, I, I just sneezed. No big deal, guys. I just hit my face on the chair and then kept sneezing. He's so serious all the time. Yeah. So, <laughs> the point of this story after Rollo decided that to... your eyes don't work? Is that, well, one, my eyes don't work. That was That's not really the point of the story. That's just something that happened. The point of the story is that I will have to go back to Woodman's and purchase us a four-pack of Seattle, whatever it is, basil, mint, apple cider. Okay. And I don't know how I missed that one, but I did. But that's something. So next week, stay tuned. Same bat time, same bat channel. We're going to have 
potentially another taste test of <laughs> the basil mint, which apparently does exist. Well, it does because we saw a picture of it. Oh, that's true. We did. Mm-hmm. But Woodman's is easier to get to because Jennifer Street Market is like downtown Madison, I think. So that probably would be inconvenient yeah. for you on your way home after work. I, li- I like the podcast. On your way sure, home to Beaver Dam. That's right. I like it enough to drive. By way of downtown Madison. All the way downtown, which, so for those of you that are not in the Wisconsin area, downtown Madison is the complete opposite direction of Beaver Dam, Wisconsin from where I work. I'm kind of halfway in between-ish. I'm, I'm, I'm closer to downtown than I am the Beaver Dam, I guess. Yeah. But. So... <laughs> Camera keeps going in and out of focus, and that's making me crazy. I thought I saw that. Yeah, and it normally doesn't do that. So, I, so this is a really bad weekend for technical things. Cameras, microphones, computers. Had enough of it. But if you would like, you can go to Amazon.com where they have technical things that you can buy. And when you do that, make sure before going to Amazon.com, you go to AlisaTheArnista.com. Go to Alisa's blog. Over on the right-hand side, there is a uh, there are some affiliate banner links that you can click on that will take you to Amazon. And when you click on that, there's a good chance then that Amazon will kick back a little uh, commission to us here at the show. It'll help us out to buy Rollo some comfy cones because he wears those out because he wears them so frequently. And, and then he likes it. Shirts. He licks and licks and licks and licks. Well, that's what I'm saying. He, he goes through them pretty quickly. So you can uh, go there and help out the program. And we did confirm, apparently, that uh, Amazon is still... They haven't kicked us off the program yet. They still are allowing us. We got our $1.75 the other day. So apparently it's working for some, but not for all. I don't know. but They don't tell you anything. No, they won't. They you, you you can ask them questions and they won't say and they won't respond. So apparently it's working. Maybe not up to full capacity for everyone all the time. <laughs> but go to elisathearnista.com. Click if on you don't the mind, just do it. Yeah, we would definitely appreciate it. Uh, you can also interact and participate in the program by sending us an email. You can do that podcast at elisathearnista.com. Um, otherwise, find us on Facebook or Twitter. You can interact there as well. Um, but otherwise, Elisa. I've got dog hair all over. I wonder how that happened. I don't know. Rollo, how did that happen? He's been wearing a shirt and a cone for the last month because... And now it's finally getting warm, so he's It's shedding. spring, and... So I do see you actively knitting on a thing. I am. Do you want to talk about what you're actively knitting on as we record well, the program? Well, I will... Uh, I, can, I can... Or do you have a plan? I... I You've always I got always a plan. I always have a plan. No, um, so what I'm knitting on is something that was accidental. So there's a whole process... How can you knit on something so, accidental? Well, I don't know what that means. You know, I wasn't really looking, and then all of a sudden it was on the needles, and oh well. That happens Oops. sometimes. No, so I, uh, I'm, I'm not finished, but I have um, two sleeves, and it looks, it looks a mess because it's linen and it's been shoved into a bag, and it's just yeah. But um, my did you say what you're actually working or what? Uh, well, that's what I'm getting. Oh, there. Okay. My Sandshore cardigan um, by Alicia Plummer. Um, that is, I have two sleeves and a body done, and I just have to pick up and do the neckband, and I'll be doing that this weekend. This is for um, 
Very Shannon's uh, Tease Tops and Tanks Knit Along 2017. And that actually... Is there a hashtag that goes along with that? T-T-T-K-A-L 17. Of course. 17, not 2017? No, 17. Got it. So this is almost done. So I needed... There's a whole there's a whole system here. I'll ex- well I'll tell you what I'm working on, and then I'll tell you what I system. what I had. W- w- there's some finagling that has to happen. So then, so I did. Oh, so there's a funny story about this. I like funny stories. We uh, were at um, Aldi doing some shopping last yeah, Sunday, we Saturday, were. Sunday, Sunday after we went and got our yes. new dishwasher. Well, after we paid for the new dishwasher, <laughs> we, paid we for haven't it. gotten it yet. We paid for it, but it has not yet been delivered or installed. Which I don't know that I would want to deliver it until it can be installed because I feel like it would just be sitting there going, sitting in the corner. Yeah, yeah. No, it, it will all happen at the same time. Oh, I'm so excited, and I'm so excited that somebody is coming to install it because our mailman at the store was saying, "Oh, well, it's just like three clips and this and that," and I'm like, "No, at- it's never just three clips and this and that, and then you're off." No, it, it never is. Give me like you know two, a day, like a whole day. I could probably do it. Meanwhile, we could pay somebody to come in, not that much, and they'll do it in probably twenty minutes, and then take the old one away. Mm-hmm. So I'm 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 willing to pay. It was 150 plus. Yeah. They considered it a home improvement, so we didn't have to pay sales tax on oh, sure. the dishwasher itself. So that saved fifty dollars. So it's like a hundred bucks for them to come out, deliver it, install, and take the other one away. Yeah, which is that I'm fine with I that. I think that's worth it. That's so a heck of a go deal. to Amazon.com. Click or no, go to EliseTheArnista.com. Click on the Amazon thing. Help us pay for a new dishwasher and installation, but not the tax. I'm really looking forward to the new dishwasher. I think it's going to be nice. Oh, yeah. You picked a good one. <laughs> I picked. I was all prepared to get the super cheap one, and he's well, like, well. We might be here we for might, a little while. And we might cook a little bit. Yeah. It's only two of us, but we we use the dishwasher quite a, a bit. Because we, we eat a lot at home. and Yeah. We eat at home almost all the time. We eat much out every day. Yeah, I mean, we hardly eat out at all. No. You eat out a little bit more than I do. But that's just like grabbing like McDonald's in the morning or something like that. Yeah, I do that like every three months. Yeah, I mean, I get, I I hardly ever eat out at all. I mean, we have Culver's maybe every couple, three weeks. I don't know if I qualify that as eating out because it's Culver's. I don't think that counts. I think that's just, uh, it's Culver's. It's a $14 dinner that you didn't have to make and it's Wednesday night and we're tired. And And it's delicious and you can watch Bob's Burgers because we always watch Bob's Burgers while we're eating Culver's because we're eating burgers. Again with the TV. Just saying. (laughs) Bob's Burgers is a good show. It's a very good show. Especially if you've got burgers to eat while you're watching. Culver's Burgers. Definitely. Yeah. Always Culver's Burgers. We don't really, well, we're going to have burgers tonight, right? Yeah. Other than that, we don't get many burgers. No, for we Culver's. don't. Well, there's a good. I mean, it's real meat. It's yeah. There's there's no. It, it's it's real meat. It's well, it's Wisconsin beef, right? I assume it's here Wisconsin it is. Beef, I don't know if Wisconsin Colorado cheese. is. I think they Wisconsin are Wisconsin beef. I will have to ask my cousin, or if she's listening, she can just let me know. Let us know if you eat at Culver's in Colorado. Then you, I'm pointing at you. If you eat at Culver's in Colorado, let us know. So, all right. So this is my sand shore. So it, oh, like yeah, I said, shore. it looks it looks a mess because it's linen and it just it, it makes me look like I can't I can't knit. And then the lace pulls it in even more, and it looks like the lace is wrong. And I've checked it a gajillion times because I'm paranoid that 
I'm going to get done with it. And then I'm going to be like, oh, man, that lace isn't right. So, um, but it will be beautiful when it's done. And I know this because I've knit other projects in the Quince and Company casserole. And I love it. It's, it's, it's fast knitting. This was on um, size nine needles. So it was a really fast knit. Um, she calls for a ten and a half in the pattern. I needed a nine to get gauge. So I don't okay. know how like how angry she's knitting or what's going on. But um yeah, I I knitted on I got gauge on a on a nine. And once I, again the important I, of a, importance of a gauge swatch. And I do have so you remember last week when I said that I was gonna need more yarn? I don't remember yesterday. I, I said I was gonna need more yarn. Okay. So I said, if you're knitting the sweater, then make sure you get an extra skein of yarn just yep. in case, which I recommend anyway. And the kestrels only, I think it's like 78 yards or something, 76 yards. So it's not a ton of yardage. Mm-hmm. Um, so I recommended getting an extra one. But funny thing happened after we got the dishwasher, after we paid for the dishwasher yeah. and we were at Aldi. Remember when we were in the checkout line in Aldi? I don't and I started yesterday. digging in my purse? No. I found... A skein of kestrel. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. In the bottom of my purse. So this is the last of my eighth ball. I mean, it says, I think I need, it says I need eight. Eight. But I'm actually going to need nine. Holy cow. I think I'm going to need nine because I I did have to do the sleeves a little bit longer, but I still don't think that it probably would have been enough to get the full two inches of the neckband. So I have... I have a ninth ball wound, so um, that's all I have left to do on it. Just pick it up and finish the neckband, and then I'll send it through the washing machine a couple times and then a lay couple it up. Times. Yeah, because it'll soften up the kestrel and uh. settle the stitches a little bit so it doesn't look so much like a kindergartner knit it, <laughs> unless, you know, you're a kindergartner and you're really good at the knitting, but don't probably not. Don't know many of those. So, don't, don't know many kindergartners, I guess I should say. It's... <laughs> All right, so that one is almost done. Um, and since Shannon, I checked this morning. I did not vote because I was planning on having it done. Um, the deadline for the finish date on the knit along um, was tomorrow the seventh. But Shannon always has a vote at the end, and if people want an extension. And everybody decided they wanted an extension. Of course they did. It's like any homework assignment or so, term paper. You want more time. So I was. my plan was to finish, the, to pick up the neckband um, tonight and then throw it in the washing machine tomorrow morning and then probably take it out on the front porch because it's supposed to be sunny this weekend, right, mm-hmm. tomorrow. Yep. So I was going to take it out on the front porch and lay it out there for it to finish drying. Um, but... Well, I, I can finish it tomorrow now, so I don't have to rush. So then what might have happened... Because it's extended. Might have happened or did it happen? It might have happened it because might have happened. Um, the knit along is now extended until the twenty second. So that gives me holy cow, two more weeks. I know, holy cow. That's a lot of what time. What would you do if you had two more weeks? I would probably go somewhere warm and drink a lot and party. I probably wouldn't do either of those things. I came home with more yarn. Of course, that's well. That's what I would do too. Yeah, exactly. Come home with more yarn. So I'm like, well, I have two weeks now. I can knit another sweater. That's plenty of time to knit a sweater is two weeks. So I came home with um, Sparrow in Eclipse, which is black, which anybody, if I, I've talked about a little bit probably, and anybody that knows me, I, I don't wear black a whole lot because nope. we have 
a husky. So, um, but I thought with the linen, I might actually be able to get away with wearing black because um, it's not going to stick to it like with wool. So this is a, it kind of has like a, a boxy kind of look to it, like Hokie's boxy, but it has a, um, it has a lace panel down the front, like a kind of a diamond lace panel and then these cute little sleeves. So it's an oversized sweater and it just looks really cute. And I think it'll be a lot of fun for summer. So I am going to cast on another summer sweater this weekend. Once I finish that, once I finish the neckband on that, which I don't think will take very long. So, um, so that one's almost done. Um, so this, this was, this was an accident today. I did not mean for this to happen. Of course not. Um, but I had yarn set aside and it's probably six or seven skeins. So I'm like, well, I'm going to get it done. I don't knit very many summer sweaters and this is a good time to do it to like cast on right now before it actually gets warm. Because yeah. if I cast on when it's hot and I'm like, I want to wear it now, it's probably not going to be done in but time it, for me to enjoy it yeah, a whole lot. It'll be fall by the time you're done and then yep. you've missed the opportunity to wait a whole six months to wear it again. So, yep. So I'm doing another Quince and Company sweater. This is from the Linen Noir collection. The It's Gilead. Did I say that? Gilead? Gilead. Sure. So there's that. And then you remember last week no. I was talking about um, this one. Because I, I cast it on and knit the ribbing when we were on our way to your on our way to our campfire day. Yeah. And this is the state of it now. It is all currently in a ball. That's not what it looked like before so if you remember we were talking do you remember we were talking about this no i just thinking that i spent all that time clipping that piece out of last week's episode of the podcast so i could put it up as a video on youtube and now it's but it's going to be back on the needles it's gone backwards well sometimes knitting goes south yeah so what happened with this is um i feel like we talked about this last week that i was going to have to recast on probably you don't remember what you clipped out and put on YouTube? I didn't watch the whole thing. You were here, though, right? <laughs> I, sometimes I, I space out and don't pay complete attention. So I attention. think I talked about this because <laughs> I was saying that I decided I wanted to knit this, and my friend Amanda was going to – she had knit one before, and then something happened. She didn't like how it was turning out, so she started over. Well, I told her I was going to knit it, and so she's like, well, I'm going to get yarn, and I'm going to knit it, too. Sure. So we both cast on, and then last – Last Saturday, was it last? Yeah, it was last Saturday. She came in and we were talking about something and she said that she was going to have to start over again. And we were going back and forth, like trying to figure out the, the, um, the, the logistics to, um, getting the ribbing because it has like three cable sections that go up the front of each side. And, the ribbing on the entire sweater is two by two ribbing across the bottom. Mm -hmm. But some of the cables, they're six stitch cables. So the way that it feeds into those cables does not feed in like it should. Sure. So because I'm a big fan of having the cables feed into or having the ribbing feed into the cables so that what's, excuse me, what's crossing on the cables for, um, the knit stitches is actually feeding up from yeah. the, the knits on the ribbing below. Yeah, so the way. pattern doesn't do that. So, and there's, this pattern is lovely. It's absolutely fine if you don't, these are detail things that I just 
kind of get crazy mm-hmm. about and it gets even worse when I have another knitter that that gets kind of crazy about that stuff and starts oh, yeah. analyzing it because I love dissecting knitting and stuff. So sure. I, I like knitting, but I love the, the math part of it and how the numbers work out. So I get even a little crazier when there's somebody else that is like, woo, and if you math. Have the ability to do it. Right. And I wasn't that far. No. So we kept talking about it. And we're like, well, if we shift it this way and we do it this way, and well, if we, what if we just drop these stitches, drop these stitches down on the ribbing, and how much we're we gonna have to? And then it got to the point where I was gonna have to like, we were gonna have to drop down like the entire cable section to get the ribbing to set up right, and yeah. then some. And then I'm just like, forget it. We're just gonna redo it. So, um, so after she stopped in with that, then I'm like, well, you know what? I'm just gonna make everything easier on myself. So I made. Because if you remember, which you I don't, apparently no. don't. We've been over this like um, eight times this episode. I, I don't remember. I started drawing out. Ever. I started drawing out the cable chart in my handy dandy little uh, knitter's graph paper journal thing. In your notebook? Like uh, Steve? Like Steve. Steve. From Blue's Clues. You got our notebook. Well, Everybody out there has seen Steve from Blue's Clues. I don't knows remember about his the notebook. little notebook. Why no, do I not? You, you, so you remember that, the... but you don't remember what I was talking about last week? No. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, with his, yeah. And Steve still has that notebook. I just read something online about him. It was an interview, and it was all about why he left. And because there were rumors that he had died or had gotten into some issues with drugs. And like, no, he just got older. He started his hairline was receding and he was starting to bald and thin on top and he didn't think that would work very well for the character so he decided to step off and step away from the show give somebody else his chance he still has his notebook he still has the thinking chair they let him keep it so that's pretty cool so it wasn't drugs it wasn't drugs he's still very much alive he seems like a really good guy good yeah so, so anyway, I let's... don't remember. Oh, so I started drawing it in a notebook and that didn't work out very well. And my, my, I, I have the, we have these knitters graph paper journals at the store and it's actually like the dimensions for, um, knitting because stitches are wider than they are tall. Granted, I'm using it the wrong way. I'm using it sideways here instead of this way, but stitches are wider than they are tall. So, um, the knitter's graph paper journal is good for that. But then I started drawing it out and I'm like, I don't know that I really want to draw it out because I have, because, you know, every once in a while I decide that, you know, I'm going to design a pattern or I'm going to do something for my classes. Sometimes I will write out cable charts for people. So then I decided, well, why don't I just make a cable chart for the class or for, for my sweater? Yeah. So I drew it out because the pattern doesn't have a cable chart. So I did that. So, um, so now I have a cable chart and now I have an idea of what I need to do. And it gives me a better idea of like, it's not, the cables aren't complicated at all, but it gives me a better idea of what I need to do to get the ribbing set up right. Because I can look at it instead of guess. So, but, so that's that. So I will be casting that on again at some point. I did not, ca- I had a, well, I'll tell you about that later. But I, so I was going to cast it on last night, but I didn't. Okay. So... Well, I suppose we can talk about that now, but... You go. It's the Elisa the Arnista podcast. You are Elisa the Arnista. So I had a friendly knitting night with my friends last night. You did. And which I just got to knit. Well, I got to fix a little bit, but I don't mind doing that. That's part of knitting, I right? love. I love helping. Oh. So oh, you fix other people's things, yeah. not your own. 
No, I okay. didn't have to. Did they pay you? No. Then you are not allowed to go back there. That's. But they fed me. But and I came home with cookies. That's true. There are cookies. That's kind of payment. So maybe it's okay. So yeah, I had a really fun night knitting because I don't get to go and do stuff socially very often. Well, in general, because we're just, we're busy and we like being home. We have busy weeks and I have a busy week and I just kind of like coming home at the end of the week mm-hmm. and just settling in. So, um, so yeah, it was a really fun night. I, um, what did I knit on? Oh, I knit on, I finished my sleeve on my, um, on my sand shore. So that means I'm done knitting the body stitches. So my nine is freed up because I, that I, that used a nine on the body, but I also need a nine for my Wolf River. Hmm. Mm-hmm. There's Where, a system here. How would you get more than one set of nines? I have another set of nines, but oh. they happen to be on the collar of another sweater that's just going to be Holy sitting cow. for a little while right now. So, because I'm thinking about my Colorado sweaters right now. Oh, so, that's coming up, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Holy cow. Yeah. So, I wanted to get my sand. I wanted to get the nine off of there. So then that would free up the nine for my Wolf River. Well, the Wolf River is knit in a front panel and a back panel. The ribbing on it is done on an eight. So I probably have another eight somewhere, but I don't want to start ripping needles out of projects because that's when things always go. Yeah. Yeah. You end up losing stitches. And and I don't know what I take them off and I'm like, oh, I'll remember. But I don't remember. So... So I need I needed the eight for the wi- the ribbing on my Wolf River, which I've knit before, so I didn't need to swatch. So I knew I needed an eight, but I also need the eight for the body of my Alpengluhen. So I had to hurry up and cast. This is the, it, it happened because it had to happen. I cast on the ribbing for my Wolf River mm-hmm. last night because I need to use the eights for that. Then as soon as I get through the ribbing on this, then I can pop the nine on there. Then, when the ribbing is done on my Alpengluhen, I have my eights available. That's really complicated. You've got a plan. Mm-hmm. Well done. I'm, I'm impressed. So, I'm juggling needles between my sweaters right now. I have other needles, but I like using... I really like my Haya Haya Sharps. Sure. So, um, so yeah. I That's 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 what I'm doing right now. Um, so, those are my sweaters. I don't know what I'm going to be on for the Gilead. Probably smaller needles. But, um, and the only other thing I'm really like working on right now, other than like the socks that are just kind of going is, um, I'm hoping to get back at this, my, um, oh, yeah. find your fade. I kind of forgot about that with everything else that's been going on. I forgot. So where are you in the, your own, your second I color? I am in, I have one repeat of the lace left in my, um, second color. Okay. And then I do probably, I think it's like four four rows or six rows of garter and then I start melt I start melting my sack my third color okay. so um yeah last night it was kind of fun because several of the knitters were working on fade sure and then um the uh some of the ladies from the knit along have finished holy cow yeah I had someone come in um one of the ladies came in was it Tuesday and she had it finished already and it's huge. It's enormous. Well, you're only two colors in, and look how big that thing is. Yeah. How many? It's, what, seven colors? Yeah, it's seven colors. It doesn't use all of all all of the colors, but it ends up going up to, like, 
Um, but it, it keeps increasing, I think, through the fifth color, and then it starts decreasing on one side, and mm. then it comes in. So it ends up getting to like 200 and some stitches, sure. and then it starts decreasing in, okay. I think. So yeah, it's 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 a lot of yarn. So, but yeah, so I'm excited to get back at that. I have to. Th- Wednesday night at, at open knitting at the store, there was a little bit of an issue that everybody was off on whatever they were knitting. They were off by one stitch. So um, I have not been working on the lace on this around other people. No. Because if, if like doing it at the store, like during knitting, I'm going to end up off and then going to end up having to take it out. You so to focus and concentrate. Yeah. Yeah, I can do the garter is fine, but working on that lace section, the lace is super simple, but it kind of varies between the sections for like what happens with what you might have to drop or what you have to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and it changed it, the, the center of it kind of shifts a little bit depending on which row of the lace pattern you're on. So I have it, it's it's super simple. So what ends up happening is I get overconfident sure. and I'm like, oh, it's easy. I got this. And then I'm off by one stitch. Yeah. So um, and as it was like going around the table on Wednesday night and everybody was off by one stitch on whatever they were working on. I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to I need to work on ribbing. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's what I have going on. <sighs> I think that's it. That's it. Oh, I wasn't ready for the end. I was. Oh, I have socks. Which I haven't really done anything on lately, but those don't <laughs> you really... probably don't need to go through those. I don't count those so much right now because they're just stocking out. They're just kind of like I throw it in my purse and take it with me. Yeah. But yeah, I have the the two... Um, the... Do you want me... Hey, shut up. <laughs> you're, you're mean. So, so okay. I'm, so just so, for those of you that don't... I'm high... Well, those of you that don't, that's everybody. I'm, I'm just highlighting random things on the... Oh, I just have you been doing List that with of everything? Projects. No. Oh, just that one? Just that random one. Well, that is one that I I need to get I need to I need to finish my washi dress. Yeah. Cuz I was doing Truly Myrtle's washi along like it's at the a bottom year and of the a, list a year and a half ago. Of Elisa's works in progress to talk about on the podcast and just in life in general and it remains at the bottom of the list. Literally all it needs is it needs to be hemmed up on the bottom, possibly something around the neckband, and I have to tack down the um, selvage edges around the armholes. Yeah. And I would have a new dress to wear. And there would be a new dress going into spring, which would be perfect. And it will look nice with my with my boots. Yeah. My moccasins. Exactly. Which you just fixed recently. Yes, after they got... Yeah. You re-repaired. I re-repaired them. Because the initial Shugu? repair did not take... Shugu? Is that what I... Shugu, yeah. Yeah, it works really well. Although you couldn't have done that repair without taking it to right. the, the cobbler. Do they call it... Do they still call them cobblers? It just said a shoe repair store on the outside. No, gonna, I'm going to go with cobbler. You took it to the cobbler. Cobl- no, cobblers make shoes, Mike. I shoe bet, repair repairs shoes. I bet cobblers repair shoes. Hey, Siri. Siri doesn't. She does. She's gonna what send you to answers.com and she doesn't know anything. There's a Wikipedia article. Yeah, there's a Wikipedia article. Oh well, except n- no, because it, it refers to a baked f- like a fruit peach cobbler. Dish, yeah, <laughs> is exactly. what she said. That's not what we want. She's not very good. No, she's no. she's exceptionally bad. Sometimes I just ask her though, just to see what happens. Let's see what she says. I've heard the uh, Alexa. The Amazon little thing mm-hmm. is pretty good, but I don't know how that could be any better than like Siri or the Google person because they all, I assume they all rely on the same. S- Google works better than Siri. Yeah. The Google lady is much better than Siri. Sometimes we will ask Google, we will ask Siri or I will ask Siri 
she responds to my voice. Yeah, not mine. Yeah, because you're not. She's not I'm, programmed for your voice. I'm not Elisa the Yarnisa. She doesn't so, care about me at all. Um. So yeah, sometimes we'll ask Siri, and then we'll ask Google, and get the right answer. Let's see what the yeah. The Siri lady followed me on Twitter for a while. I don't know if she still does. I don't know why she did. I don't remember how that all came about. Came about, but uh, yeah, that was kind hmm. of interesting. All right. Anything else that you want to point out on that list or highlight other I than the do. washi dress? The thing I want to point at is go to fireflyfibers.com. That is a local yarn shop that Lisa and I own here in Beaverdam, Wisconsin. You can buy all kinds of fun yarny goodness there and probably a lot of the things that Elisa just talked about. And uh, when you do that, make sure when you go to checkout, you're using offer code free ship. It's F-R-E-E-S-H-I-P. They'll get you free shipping on uh, on your entire order of $100 or more. And we've just added a new thing that you will easily get to $100 because you'll probably buy like eight of them. You'd need five of them to get to $100. You would $100. need five of them to get to $100, which... By my math, because I'm really good at math, works out to $47 each. So, th- well, first, the Quince and Company, the Castrol and the Sparrow are not available on the website, but those are eligible for free shipping if you email us because we can't sell it online because of the the, the, the agreement with, with Quince. But we can still do mail orders and we can still process payments for it and ship it to you. So um, those do qualify for the $100. If you need to add something to your order, we can always refund the shipping. So if you do a partial order and then want to add that. Um, the thing that we just added this week, which I was really excited about, um, uh, we added leather wrist rulers. They are 15-inch... Um, leather wrist rulers. Karen Templer was carrying them at French Supply, and they just suddenly disappeared from her website. And you're so wearing they're two not of there. them. I'm wearing two of them. I'm stacking them like jelly bracelets, man. <laughs> Apparently. I just noticed there, that. There's a dark one, and there's also a black one. So Yeah. It's four colors. Is that right? Yep. There's four colors. Yeah. So there's um, natural, medium, and then a dark and a black. Cool. Um, we also have key fobs that are, there's a natural and a black in the key fobs. I was wondering with the black ones, what color are the markers? There, it... It's it's still black. It's just, okay. it's not, I mean, it's not like a dark, like midnight kind of black on the on the color on the leather. It's still definitely darker. The It's still black, but the marks, you can still see them on there. Cool. And these were, this was really cool because when we were at your dad's for the campfire, I was able to just take it off real quick and measure yeah. my ribbing to see where I was at. I mean, you don't probably want to use it for you know really precise things because i assume the leather relaxes and stuff over time stretch a little, a little bit. bit but but no. i think it's close i mean if i need four inches of ribbing it's going to be good for four yeah. inches of ribbing if sure. you need an idea of where you're at and you don't have a tape measure yeah yeah so, they're pretty cool yeah I mean, so, they, just, they look good too just as a piece of kind of jewelry or whatever yeah i think so i like them i like the medium one and I've noticed mine, um, my natural one is really darkened up since I got it. I think I spilled wine or something on it here. It looks like huh. I have a spot there. Maybe I'll get one. What Should I get the black one? Um, We only have 15-inch ones right now, and I'm thinking that you're probably going to need one my bigger wrist. than 15 inches. Or do you have teeny tiny girl wrists? Let's find out. We'll put one on and see what happens. You're going to need bigger than 15 inches. You're probably going to need, I would say you're probably going to need 17. Do they make them? Mm-hmm. Oh. I can order some more. I have to order. I have to order some bigger sizes. I only ordered the 15s, um, so we'll be getting some larger sizes. So if you have a request for a larger size, let me I, know. I would have been really embarrassed if that had fit my wrist. <laughs> well, 
friend of mine tried hers on her husband yeah. and it fit. Oh, never mind. I apologize to whoever that was. We're not going to say here on Next the show. Next time we're over at their house having salmon, you can uh, oh. talk to him about his, his nice wrists. I, you know what, though? If smaller wrists are good because, like, if you have small joints, because as, like, especially like a bodybuilder or something like that, when you have small joints, it makes all of the muscle around mm. visually look a lot bigger. So those But of you, aren't small joints more delicate than bigger joints? Not necessarily. I'm pretty delicate. Well, yeah, that's true. But you're, you're not, you're small all around. I'm also not, not just a your joints. So, a belly builder? I'm a belly builder. builder. I'm going to have six cookies tonight. It's going to be delicious. Those are also from our friend that um, can wear the wrist ruler. Sure. Her husband. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And then we still have um, the Clarence Linen, the um, Rowan Creative Linen and um, Euroflex Sport. They're both 30% off, I think, right now. So That's a heck of a deal. Some pretty good deals there. So they're um, some of the colors have been going kind of fast now, but um, there's still some sweater quantities left in some of it. So if you wanted to do a sweater, a summer sweater. The Creative Linen is, linen is nice because it's a, it's a worsted weight. Um, it's, in a cot, it's a cotton linen blend. So it's, it's still like you're knitting with a plant fiber, but it's not as much because it's not like straight linen. The 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 um Louette, the Euroflex sport mm-hmm. is like wire when you're knitting with it, but you throw it washing machine dryer and you can iron it on the linen setting. And that's kind of linen. So it's really, really super yeah. super heavy duty. Well that's kind of linen in general, right? It's it feels kind of oh yeah thick and scratchy and not very nice when you're working with it, but once you wash it once or twice, yep. but then it, it softens, softens up. up. And, yep. yeah, and, can, and it has a, it has beautiful drape and it wears well. So, yeah. So, don't so be it's afraid. worth it. Yeah, don't be afraid of working with some linen. You go and you, you pick it up at the store. Maybe it may not feel very nice, but especially this time of year going uh, into late spring, summer, it's going to be a good thing to wear. Well, and I have samples of both out at the store, too. So sure. people can feel Which, what it's like after washing. People are shocked yeah. that the we have the um, church mouse's, uh, their diagonal lace wrap, I think is what it's called. We have a sample of that from a knit along. And that went through the washing machine, I think, three times and through the dryer twice. Um, and people are surprised at how soft it is because it does not feel like that in the skein. No. But it's nice. So, all right, that's what I got. Cool. Did you want to do, was there anything more with uh, this whole adventure or did you kind of cover that? We kind of covered it. I got to knit with some friends and. Okay. Yeah. We, we watched, a sh- we were kept watching a show last night. Was it um, um, Impractical Jokers? Have you heard of that? Impractical Jokers? Impractical Jokers. We watched like Sounds... repeated episodes of it. It was like a marathon thing. So it's like four friends that like have grown up together, and I have heard they of that, played I jokes think. on each other, and it was hilarious. Oh boy, it was hilarious. It was <laughs> such good TV. What were some of the jokes that they played? Um, some of them were very inappropriate. Of course, they were. Um, what was it? What channel or whatever? True TV, I think. Oh, okay. Um, so. One of them, they were on a cruise ship. This one was funny. They were on a cruise ship. All of them? Yeah, they because they all go together. It's all four of them. They go together. So there's uh. like one one guy that goes out and like has to do has like he has like 
you know, like earpiece in and he has to do what the other guys are telling him to do oh, that are yeah. like behind the scenes. So like, and so sometimes David they're like. Letterman used to do, th- do that all the time. Like this, though? Like he would feed them. Li- feed, was it who was a. Oh, what was the guy's bud, Larry Bud Melman, and he'd feed him lines, go out and interview people on the street. Yes, but when you're in a gym and you go up to a guy and ask him like what he does to work out his core, and then the guy, the the guys behind the scene are telling him to call him cupcake and something else, sure. and he might get punched in the face. No, he would never get punched then, in the face. Yeah, so there's yeah, there's some interesting stuff. <laughs> There's some really interesting stuff. So one of them, um, they were on a cruise ship. This one was actually kind of cute. So one of the guys, he had to like go around and he told, he, he said, they, they told him you have to skip around. So he had to like skip around on this ship and I would do he that. had, to, yeah, he had to go up to like some people and like they tell him like what to say to these people and then he'd have to like go skipping off and go around some more. So at the end of the show, like whoever has the most like thumbs downs for like not being able to complete it, because some of them they're like, you know, I, I think I'm probably going to get punched in the face if I say that to this person. So then they get a thumbs down if they don't complete it. Uh oh. So whoever has the most thumbs down at the end then they have to do an extra challenge mm. at the very end it's it, it was it was a good show <laughs> it was a very good show one of them they had to do fake charities oh no at a donut shop and this guy came in and he was wearing a leather jacket and he wasn't wearing a shirt underneath it <laughs> And they were like, and, and they're like, they're like in the Bronx or something. I mean, yeah. so it's like, it's not like they're in Beaver Dam. So, <laughs> well, I'm not sure how that would go <laughs> that over in Beaver Dam either. So, yeah, so this guy came in and he said something. He's like, he says something about, well, he says, well, I'll give you a dollar for this. I don't remember what the charity was. He's like, well, I'll give you a dollar for this. But if this doesn't go to the place that it, that it should go to, I'm going to come back to the, I'm going to come back here and I kill everybody in this neighborhood. And he's like, I think you can keep your dollar. Yeah, that, that you don't, we he don't need crazy. a dollar that much. But yeah, it was interesting. It was, it huh. was, um, yeah, it's funny. It, it was sounds... funny. It was just, it was just good, like stupid TV and something, in the, something in the background good on the background. While you're knitting. Yeah. yeah, 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 it was fun. So yeah, and I got to meet some other dogs. Some other dogs. I got to hang out with some other dogs and um, our dogs were not happy about that when I got home. But they were probably just curious. I'm sure they were like, fine. Mom, where were you? They were fine. But no, it was it was fun. So I got home late. Like it was uh, after it eleven. Late. It was no, it wasn't. It was like ten thirty. I thought it was after eleven when I got home. I don't, th- I don't know. Whatever it was, it was it was later than my bedtime. It was way past Elisa's bedtime. Yeah, I was hopped up on sugar though. So. <laughs> Between all the cookies and, yeah. Between cookies and onion dip and, yeah, it was... <laughs> but it was it was a lot of fun. I actually got to just sit and knit and it was... That's, which is something rare for me to... Yeah. Just to sit and not have to, you know, not be, not be on call. So it was yeah. kind of fun. Yeah. So I cast on a sweater and I just looked and I think my needle size is not right. So that sucks. Now you will have to re-cast on? Yeah. That's a bummer. Well, but that's good because these were the needles I was going to use on my Alpen glue hen, and it, <laughs> apparently it's a seven, not an eight. So now they're available. Well, they will be available shortly once you frog all of that, right? I don't need the sevens for anything. I need the eights, so I don't know where oh. my eights are. Oh, well, that's no good. Yeah. Uh. Things just went south. <laughs> 
make everything but I'm better. Okay. You're okay. I'm okay. You're okay because I'm used to this. there is Canadian Canoes to discuss. And we got uh, all kinds of good Canadian Canoes here on episode 88 of the Elisa the Arnisa podcast. The first one is coming to us from a listener, Jennifer. She sent this through, unfortunately, after we recorded last week's podcast. But we will catch it up on this one. And uh, this one... I got confused initially because it's mainly the the one that was sent through was a link to a video, which is really cool because there's some interviews with individuals involved. But underneath that one is Nigerian official says more schoolgirls kidnapped by Boko Haram, Haram, Boko Haram released, which is good news. But I got really confused (laughs) by that, Um, which is what are you digging for? I don't know. Oh. I'm, 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 my, my brain is going to like a million different places right now thinking, well, maybe if I don't have an eight out for my, for my Alpengluhin, then maybe I didn't do my swatch on the eight. I did my swatch on the seven. So maybe I really do need the seven for that sweater. Uh oh. Yeah. But the article that Jennifer sent through is about plus size knitting hobby turns into big business. And when I huh. first read the headline, I'm thinking, well, it's, it's knitting for bigger ladies, for plus size models and for plus size people. But it's not. It's actually a plus size knitting needles and yarn. I guess you would call this yarn. Um, but when it comes to her business, the business is called Plump and Company. Everything is on a plus size scale. Giant wedding needle... Giant wooden, giant wooden knitting needles and chunky yarn look as if they have had the Alice in Wonderland treatment supersized to unexpected proportions. Uh, Stevenson is a twenty-year-old, twenty-eight-year-old uh, art school graduate turned entrepreneur, and has tapped into the worldwide movement for slow craft, embracing craftsmanship, mindfulness, and simplicity. And somewhere in here, it gives the actual size. These needles are like they're like it says forty-five centimeters wide. But luckily, Jennifer sent through the video, which says 45 millimeters. 45 centimeters is, because 2.54 centimeters is an inch. Four centimeters, 10 centimeters is four inches. Yeah, so 45 centimeters would be like 20 some inches. (laughs) So they're not quite that big. They're 45 millimeters thick which is basically knitting with a baseball bat. But she has taken this as an or art Or is that scroll. in diameter? Diameter, yep. Okay, that would be th- diameter, not thick. Not wide. Well, it said... Because knitting needles are measured by diameter. Well, I don't, she said it was like an H. I don't remember what she said. I don't know what an H was. I don't know what an H is either. No, that's a, that's more crochet than knitting. She's I was trying to... I mean, I've got the combination no between... No things. Yeah, I've got, I mean, I've got a combination of the video and the uh, the article here and trying to pick out some highlights. But basically, she took as what was initially an art school project and uh, turned it into kind of a, a business where she has kind of cooperated or worked with a, a mill to get this super plus size yarn, which is basically... It's... Um, basically just looks like big roving effectively and uh it's a single ply kind of huge thick inch thick that she knits into big blankets and sells them and that's been a really popular thing lately and that yarn is it's not cheap it's not i mean it knits up fast sure well especially when you've got baseball bat Mm -hmm. knitting needles yep 
So very interesting story. It's a, it's really long, a lot of good details on here, but there's also a video. So I will put both the uh, article as well as the video up on the podcast page, uh, just below the podcast player. If you want to look at that and learn more about it. Uh, so the story that I, I picked out, the knitting part was only a very small part, but it's a Bedlington boy it comes to us out of the UK. Bedlington, Bedlington boy. That's hard to say. Bedlington boy born weighing barely a bag of sugar defies the odds to reach his fifth birthday. And I'm thinking a bag of sugar is what, five or 10 pounds. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking that's pretty good. I mean, when I was born, I was what, four pounds, half an ounce. And that's pretty good. But apparently in England, they weigh their sugar a little bit differently. In England, a, sh- a bag of sugar weighs a pound. So <laughs> that's, that's a little different a than little a pound different. of sugar here. Well, and that maybe we I like sugar. I was going to say, I'm not sure if that says something, I guess, about uh, the United States of America, where our traditional bag of sugar is is a good five pounds. I think one of those little boxes of the brown sugar that we get is a pound. Yeah, those are. And they those do are have the little ones. So he weighed what, one of those little boxes of brown sugar. He was a little box of brown sugar. And I guess the, the oh way that, that knitting kind of works into this is that, uh, where did it go here? Uh Oh, I've lost it. Oh, way to go, Mike. No, but basically his gra- I think it was his grandma would knit knit him clothing. Here we go. He was so small his nana would knit him action man clothes from a doll's pattern. So he she was using pattern that was meant for doll clothes to to give this little, you know, 1 pound baby some uh clothes that he could wear that's i'm I'm trying to imagine how small that was because i remember looking at seeing pictures or whatever of of me when i was born like i said i was just over four pounds you 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 filled out nicely yeah i I grew up a little bit but uh you know seeing you know how small i was at that point and this kid was was born three months early at a pound wearing doll's clothes it's pretty amazing he was given a five percent chance of living and here he is holding uh some of the little clothes that that he wore that his grandmother knit for him. This is pretty interesting. So I will again post that one. Uh, today, I don't know if this is in America, so I wanted to ask you about this, Elisa, but today, Saturday, May 6th, is Yarn Shop Day. I'm pretty sure that's not here. No, it sounds like something that just happened in in uh, England. Ipswich? I'm pretty Ipswich. sure Ipswich is not in the U.S. Oh, well, no, but oh you knew this a, was in the U.S. No. Yeah. No, th- I haven't heard of this in the U.S. I didn't know if it was an American thing or if it was just uh, overseas in England, but Ipswich-based Jenny Wren's Yarns is among craft stores across the country, which will be taking part in the fourth annual Yarn Shop Day, which takes place on Saturday, May 6th. Um, so this kind of talks about many people come in for advice or join a class or group, and they'd love to feel a part of the crafting community. Uh, so they're doing a raffle and all kinds of good stuff. So I was just kind of curious as to... Uh, whether or not this was something that was going on in the United States or... No, we have Worldwide Knit and Public Day coming up next month. But that's... Well, that's worldwide. So that... So that would be all around the world. That explains, yeah, the location of that. Sure. But no, I haven't heard of this. We had... There was a a yarn crawl up in the Fox Valley area this weekend. We had several people um, coming into our shop as a detour. We weren't really there, but... We're not listed on there, but people were still coming in. Not listed there and also not really in the Fox Valley. No, no, not really. But no, I haven't heard of uh, 
Yarn Shop Day. That's yeah, cool. The, the event was started by Knitting and Crafting Magazines in a bid to celebrate Britain's much-loved independent wool shops. And I love how they call it wool shops. I think from now on, you're not a yarn store. You're or a wool shop. You're a wool shop. I mean, you have things other than wool, but I, I just like how they call it's like how they call their elevators lifts. And they, I don't know, it's just fun, a different language. And their sausages bangers. Bangers and mash. So we're gonna, and the loo. Yeah, go to the loo. That sounds very fancy. I want to go to England. Let's go to England, Alicia. I wanted to go to England. Because okay. it, well, it's right by Scotland. We have to take my father, though, because we have to go and see uh, the Globe Theater for some William Shakespeare. Why do we have to take your dad? Because my father was a uh, oh. literature teacher. And a lot of that was Shakespeare, so that would be a lot of fun. And so I don't think he's—I don't think of all the places in the world that he has been, I don't think he has been to England. No, I don't think he has. No, he's been all over the place: New Zealand and Australia and Egypt and almost Ireland. Almost Ireland. <laughs> yeah, it was. Oh, that's a bummer. <laughs> it was sad. <laughs> Wait, it was. Uh... <laughs> Yeah. You don't get to go to Ireland when you have pneumonia. When you get pneumonia, you have to stay home. You don't. They don't let you fly. Yeah, they no. say that's a bad idea if you have pneumonia. It's a you, bad idea for him and other people. And well, but pneumonia is not really contagious. It's not like uh, you can breathe and other people will get pneumonia. Yeah. But yeah, still something you don't want to travel with. So when when we'll do uh, England and. Uh scotland with with yeah. your with your father i think that would and be his a lady friend and his lady friend my father and his lady friend so i think at this point we're in a good position we can bind off for the episode number 88 of and i can Elisa. go sort out my needle situation go figure out what's available what's not as far as i needles. don't know where the eights are they've got to be somewhere you've got sevens well you've got nines well wait a second are these both sevens if those are not both yep. sevens they're both sevens this is okay. what oh <gasps> You figured it out? Yeah. I don't know. I, I need eights. I don't know where the eights are at right now. I think I know where the eights are. So these are the these sevens. Uh-huh. It was a good plan, in theory. These sevens are for the ribbing on my Alpengluhen. And I have the size eight tips in my little case to switch them out once I get past the body. So I might as well. Uh, I'm going to wind this yarn back up. Okay, the needles are coming out of the stitches. I was so happy last night. I'm like, I haven't done a long-tailed tubular cast on for a, for a long time. I got it all right. It looks great. So, um, but that's okay. I'm not that far. No, you didn't get that but, far. But, I mean, but it's, it's, it's going to make a difference. Yeah. I only cast on once. If, unless I cast on at least three times, then it's not really a knitting project. Oh, that's kind of depressing. So thank you, everybody, for joining us. We're going to bind it off. Uh, if you would like to find out what Elisa is up to, make sure you follow her on all the social media avenues that she has, which is Facebook and Twitter and Ravelry and Instagram. There's a new post up on the blog. Just went up today, right? Yep, so, just went up today. I'm doing the um, – there's a new Yarn Live Challenge, which uh, Harry, Harry – Mary Heather B. from uh, Ravelry – and um, a couple other people are doing um, – they they started doing this. I think they did it once last year, and then they've been doing it, um, I think, almost every month this year. I did it last month for a little bit, but I kind of 
died down because every day was too much. But they're doing yeah. um, weekly prompts um, for May. So the first prompt was an intro and how how I learned. Yeah. So I am going to be posting a picture on Instagram, but I have the long version on the blog today. Yeah. So go read the blog if you want to learn more about how Lisa got into the whole knitting thing. You can find out more about that on the blog, elisatheartista.com. Several years ago, which is funny because when I was reading through that, because I was proofreading and, and whatever, as I do from time to time, and you said in 2001, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, that was like 10 years ago. And then later on, you said, well, that was 16 years ago. I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I made myself feel old when Six, I, That yeah. was a long time, 16 years. It was a long time ago. Yeah. There was no Ravelry. No. And that's like, and well, and that's the other thing too. Cheers to uh, the Ravelry people. They celebrated um, 10 years on the second. So hmm. that is very cool. And if you go to the blog post, there's there are instructions in there to go into your Ravelry account. You can go to your profile and you can find out what, ra- what your Ravelry number is. Yeah, I saw that. And that was really interesting to me how they did that. Do you know what that is? It's coding. No. Oh, what is it? It's the Konami code. You know Konami? No. Konami is a, well, they're kind of not really around anymore, but a video game developer that's been around for, you know, decades, you know, 20 years, probably 30 years at this point. But the Konami code is up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, BA start. And mm. with that, it's in all, pretty much all their games, but like Contra, it gets you 30 guys in Contra. So is It'll, it like Casey programmed it in there as like like a hidden thing for Ravelry then? Apparently. Yeah, because he didn't make it up. That's a very, very well-known code that pretty much all of their games include that code that most of the time it gets you bonus lives or extra guys or whatever. So yeah, he, he picked that up apparently, which I was very impressed with. That was very cool. You should be impressed with Casey anyway. Well, I'm sure. Yeah, he knows he, what he's he doing. He knows a few things. So he, he, he can build a website. Way, <laughs> very cool website. Yeah. So, yeah. So if you want to know what number you are on Ravelry, I'm 63,000 something. I can't remember. Yeah. But, yeah. I I should find out what I am because yeah. I, I have a Ravelry account. Yeah. You should do that. Maybe I'll do that tonight. Yeah. It's fun because then everything goes all blue and then it shows you what your number is underneath oh, really? your date. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's really cool. Oh, that's funny. Uh, so you can follow Elisa there on social media, go to Ravelry, do all that kind of stuff. If you would like to send us an email, you can always do that podcast at elisathearnista.com. And Elisa's got uh, the sweater is no more. It is it's now back yarn. into the ball of yarn. So I had, I've had, I've potentially had, you know, two new sweaters and the needles this week and they're all just yarn. They're back to being yarn. So we'll start they're that up full again. of potential. Yeah. Back to potential, potential energy, kinetic energy. Uh, make sure you go to YouTube, subscribe on YouTube, hit the little bell to get your notifications, go to Patreon, sign up $5 a month to get the video version of all this good stuff that goes on here. Uh, you can see what we're doing as we're doing it. And a little bit before and a little bit after. A little before, a little after? You don't shut it off as soon as we... Oh, yeah, get the pre-show, the post-show. I thought you meant like after wow. we're done. I'm like, what does that mean? But yeah, you can see stuff we talk about before the show, but after the show, stuff that doesn't normally appear during the normal podcast because you're super cool and special. You can do all of that. Um, but otherwise, I think that's about it. We're going to go ahead and bind it off and we're going to, I don't know, make some burgers and stop podcasting for the day. Okay. 
Good. Well, I'm gonna go cast on two more sweaters. Well, maybe yeah. three. I have I have fresh yarn for three sweaters, so why not? You got two or three more sweaters going on mm-hmm. at this point. So thanks everybody. Thank you for joining us. Have a good week. We will see you all a week from now. Cheers. Thumbs get tired. I'm going to be around, you wouldn't have to knit. Wouldn't I? Bet your life you wouldn't.